Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. But we're back. It's Farm to the Show. It's Chris Dickerson and Paul Yanish. And here we are after Paul's tremendous all star story. Um, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard not to mention or even imagine Paul getting on that plane with a full on spider bite trying to make it back to Cincinnati today to go play a, a way go tomorrow. But all in all, it was hey, a, it was a great weekend. Spiders can happen to anybody. OK, the average American swallows like 11 spiders a year without even knowing it. So just heads up. Um, tell me what you got, man. I know you were in Seattle, all-star activities, festivities, that is. Um, that has become such a, a a collaboration, I guess, if you will, and turned into some kind of fan experience. We got borderline fashion shows. We got um, obviously a lot of philanthropic deals associated with it. We've got um, Home Run Derby. We've got kid kids shagging the Home Run Derby. We've got the actual game. We've got people coming out of their um being thrust onto the stage if you will so tell me what you got a, a little brief a brief synopsis of the weekend in Seattle from your perspective no it was a it was a great weekend and the thing that's great about the all the all-star game itself is you know we'd have to we have to mention that it gives sports fans an opportunity to see these these great markets and the and the city at their best and you know we've seen what happened in in Cincinnati it gave them a chance to kind of completely kind of re-up uh, great American ballpark with like some of the additional screens and some of the, and some of the developments that were, there were much needed outside of, uh, of that stadium. Um, and so, you know, going in there and, and having Seattle, which already had the game in, in 2001, which was an, which was an epic game. I mean, you know, Cal Ripken with the Homer in his last all-star game and the famous switch to shortstop. Uh, but, but coming back, Seattle is an amazing city. The weather as the, the rest of the country melts, um, you know, from the heat wave, it was 72 to 75 degrees in Seattle all weekend. And and personally, I think I've been vocal about this. I don't I don't I wouldn't hold there's not a whole lot of cities that can hold a, a candle up to, to Seattle when the weather is nice uh, like that. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. You had the play ball park and you just saw kids and families from from all over the place and seeing this this melting pot of, of, of baseball fans and jerseys. Uh, out there with their favorite players and, you know, e- each team having, you know, a connection to their, you know, their hometown team. And, and and somebody had asked me at the game, do you think that it's, you know, that every team should have a representative? I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Cause that's the point yeah. you know, have to, you have to, you have to have at least one guy to have that honor to represent. And for those fans to come out and to have that, that experience to see their home, their, their, their team have a representative on the field. is huge. And, um and dude for for me there's no question man you got to have somebody from every team i think it's a to your point for whatever you want to describe it marketing or whatever you gotta you gotta get the the, the fans of every city involved because at some point you know that that all-star is gonna you know they take it back to the city the city follows you know at some point that team's gonna get good and and be you know quote-unquote relevant or whatever in playoff races you gotta have a i think that that, that comes with the invite man yeah 100 percent and uh, this particular year, the, the play ball park last year, we had it here in L.A. and they have a convention center. Um, you know, you have it's just it's a great place for kids, too. I mean, you have it's a th- it's three day event. Play ball park opens and you have the batting cages, you have the signings, you have the interviews, you have all these different interactive events, which is awesome. Kid, you know, parents spending money out of the ass, I'm sure, 
you know, come double fisted, coming down the street, looking miserable with their two kids, bags full of God, God knows how much they, they spend at these team shops. Authentic jerseys were going for $400 a pop, you know, a couple of wiffle ball bats, a couple of hats, a couple of kids jerseys, some, you know, plush toys. You run it up, you know, 500 bucks. Hey. So that, that that brings something to mind. We need to figure out a way. This is what we're going to do. We got to set a goal. Okay. Next year, we're going to figure out a way to fund a family and kids. We're going to send them to the all-star game. We're going to figure out a way to do that because your point is good. Is a good one that it, it's not for everybody. You can't go do that. You're talking about, you know, probably two to three grand to go to that event with a family. Um, so we need to put that on our list, man. We're going to, we're going to give back to the people. We'll figure out a way to do that. That's an unbelievable idea. And whoever's yeah. listening to everybody on the, the, the producer and our, the staff and Believe Network, I think this is a giveaway we have to do next year because you're exactly yeah. right. It's an expensive weekend, but, you know, it, professional sports, I think there's a lot of those experiences that people, that families get priced out of. But this particular, to have, uh, you know, to be on the field, to have the, those kids get their special all-star stuff, but with hotel, transportation, you know, the tickets to play ballpark, um, and then, you know, getting down, seeing the sites and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And speaking of which, as far as like Seattle optimizing everything that Seattle has, has to, I mean, the player parties, the MLB events were great. Uh, the public market was unbelievable how they set up the, uh, the all-star red carpet. Uh, there's not a cool, there's not a cooler place to, to do that, uh, in, in the last couple of years. I don't know where I forgot where they had it in LA, but it was really cool being down at Public Mart, going for a little run, walk by walk by the water, and to see that place entirely packed and covered in that in that carpet was was pretty neat. And as you know, that's become fashion. It hasn't exactly been your 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 foray, uh, but so I, I would love just, to see. It's not at the top of my list. Not the top of my list. I would yeah. I would just I would love to see uh, the Paul Yanish come in. And uh, you know, find a stylist to to get to get yeah. some gear on old Mister Yanish. I think he, you, you, I don't you, know you what you it. would show up in. You hit it already. It would have to be the responsibility of somebody else to make that decision because I'm I'm thinking that that uh my my color will if, if you will <laughs> is gonna have to come from somebody else. But uh, I I agree with what you're saying. It's turned into a little bit of a fashion show. I think it's so cool. The players obviously. Have done it up. I'm sure they got all kinds of sponsors wearing all the bling, doing all the stuff. Um, it, it's it's turned into such an event. It's 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 awesome. I I think you got to give credit to Seattle though, man. That is one of the best fan cities around. I mean, it, we're talking about baseball. Obviously, we just had the All Star game, but don't sleep on the, what they do for the for the football team there. I mean, dude, it is crazy. It's it's an absolutely raucous environment. I, give credit. I think it has a lot to do with what you said though. It's a super diverse area fans from all over the world for all different sports come come together and, and do that stuff so awesome huge city, japanese awesome venue huge huge japanese um you know ever since each mm -hmm. and there was a lot of there was a lot of japanese I mean, yep. for good reason but ever since then they've had they, the the mariners themselves have known been known to having japanese players because of the large japanese market you can dial in a little bit with the with the canadian market so being so close to the border um, and again, because you, you're representing the Blue Jays, but having, you know, the Canadian national anthem, it was just the venues hand, hands down, probably the best collection of venues are in Seattle. What seven again, when the weather is that beautiful and that place packed yesterday was and for home run derby. I mean, it really was. Yep. It was a sight to see. Um, roof was open. Let's, blue skies, just absolute the most lush grass possible. Let's do a little um, home run derby, dude. Little, yeah. 
A little recap. What do you, what do you got? So I'm pretty fired up, obviously the, not to give it away, but Vlad jr. Wins the, wins the derby first father, son duo to ever win it. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, but the, the whole, the whole ambiance of that, right? Like they're running balls out of the yard. Holy rapid fire. I mean, you, you see the guys towards the I, end. They're, they're I, completely I get, I get, out of gas. Like, and I'm not talking like, woof, I got, you know, my forearms are burning. No, it's like they ran uh, like a half marathon. I mean, it's yeah. an uncomfortable tired. Randy wrote the Rose ran and got done. And it just looked like he, he had just exactly that. It looked like he ran a half marathon. And if you no. know what it's like to hit, for tw- two, two straight minutes. And I'm not just talking about just going and trying to hit ground balls the other way. These guys, you know, you're swinging, you know, hundred percent. This is full gas for three yep. straight minutes. You get a little break. Doesn't do much. You know, you grab your Gatorade, grab your little uh, Gatorade gets their little, Take your, you know, their little TV time. 22nd timeout. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, and, here's a, here's a small, a small caveat. People don't, don't think about, okay. I, I throw a lot of batting practice right now with my day job, if you will. Um, there's some pressure on the BP pitcher, dude. You gotta, you're trying to, you're trying to lay it in there up and in. I thought, I thought it was really cool for Adley Rutschman and his dad to be throwing BP. That's such a cool deal. I know Bryce Harper did that a couple years ago. Um, you got the manager of the Blue Jays, um, throwing to, to Vlad, which is in, in, in some ways a really cool dynamic, really shows the relationship that those guys have. Afterwards, you see him hugging and, and doing the whole deal, but let's not sleep on that BP pitcher, man. There's some pressure associated there. You get, you're out, out in the middle of everyone doing all the deal. Yeah, I think there's. I think that's interesting. Uh, interesting part of it is who is the BP, uh, who the, the BP uh, guy is going to be, and you know, make no mistake, Paul. You know, there, there's at least two gems in every organization that is sheer, <laughs> sheerly there just to throw batting practice. And yeah. you know, you remember Rudy in Baltimore, as oh. money as it gets, money as it gets. And I had, um, and I, I forgive me, I forget his name because he threw to Pete. Um, I had him in Pittsburgh who threw to Pete Alonzo a couple years ago. And when they showed the, the spray chart and he is well known for being just the absolute most unbelievable guy. And when they showed the chart for the entire home run derby, his balls did not right. miss like- basically within a square like this. So, you know, don't let it fool you. There's not, there's not a whole lot of pressure. There's guys that are just absolutely unbelievable and that are, that are literally hired hands for, for, for that first, that first group. That first group no, of the the big boys for sure. It, it, yeah, absolutely, man. You got to have that. It's a it's it's a, a gift and a, a a skill to be able to do that consistently. But especially in that environment where it's rapid fire, you're on the clock. You're obviously, you know, the the reputation, so to speak, of the hitter is on the line. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think and that's that, why that gets... I was I was really surprised to see how Adley was getting pitched by his dad. Because I thought the first couple were a fluke that he hadn't adjusted yet because he was throwing, you know, some belt sure. high up yeah. the belly. And I'm like, it's very uncharacteristic to see a left-handed hitter that likes the ball up like that. And Adley was doing just fine. And to to highlight this, I sent you that text message after the derby or maybe even in the middle of the derby that that was by far the biggest flex in a derby of, of all yep. time. Yeah. I hope that people understand what happened, that he really switched, you know, t- going left-handed, putting balls in the upper deck. And I had, co- I had talked about this last week because I was sad that Ellie wasn't going to, wasn't going to be the Derby because we wouldn't have the chance of seeing balls hit up in the restaurant window. And sure enough, Adley's going there left-handed and then he flips right around, hits six in a row right-handed. Yep. 
and that place was just that place was on fire. So I, I think he he got overshadowed a little bit by Julio's 41. And as you can imagine, that place was going absolutely ballistic uh, that whole round. But I mean, that's a lot of homers. It's almost no, no. it's almost too many homers. And if he wasn't playing, if he wasn't going against Pete, otherwise, I don't think he takes the timeout and just be like, but I'm if somebody beats 38 homers or whatever it was at the break. I'm tipping my hat and I'm, right. you know, I'm, I'm taking my energy to the next one. But if you put up 41, by all means, you deserve to go on. So I think that might've been the crux in, in Julio went taking home the, 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 uh, the award again. Yeah. And her, here's the other dynamic. So I agree with all that stuff. Adley hitting from both sides. I thought was so cool. I'm sure that was obviously planned or whatever, but super talented guy that that's, you know, he's going to be around as the, one of the faces of the game up for the next, you know, 10 to 12 years, I think. But um, the other dynamic that I love about the home run derby is the kids in the outfield shagging. Right. Oh, buddy. And so we're describing the rapid fire. We're talking about the kids in the outfield, dude, those which is anxiety, which is anxiety oh. as a hitter. And and if it were any other situation, you'd be paying attention to those no, kids and where those, that ball's going. But, Those kids but signed the liability, a, dude. They, they signed oh, the waiver. Yeah. You're out there. If Sign. you get hit in the back of the head, you're, it's on you. Hey, those kids ain't signing anything. <laughs> let's let's let's, re, let's remember that. Those kids ain't signing anything. Those parents are down there two hours before. You know, here you go. The things four pages. Right. You know, four pages deep. And those parents are all right. Yep. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sign, date, age, birth. Great. All right, buddy. Have fun. It, it basically says if you get smoked or your kid dies, yeah, hey, right. Just know he died at T-Mobile Park. Right. He was. What's he, your he, What's your kid's baseball experience? It, irrelevant <laughs> baseball experience. Played T-ball last year. Started at T-ball at seven years old. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. But there were so many na- narrow misses to where it did become a, a topic of conversation uh, in the stands. You can hear people really gasping at times because there was a couple incidents with a particular couple of angles in which, you know, we saw that it looked like kids had no idea how hard these balls were hitting. There's so many kids out there. It's so funny to me. Like the stat cast is like uh, 112 off the bat, 114, 108. And you're like (laughs) to the ear, to the shin. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving big league guys. If you go halfway and you play, let's say, 30, 40 feet off of back from deep off of shortstop. I'm giving pro guys 10 to 1 odds on, on snagging yeah. some of these things. Because if that ball isn't getting out at that velocity, you know what that ball's doing. It's doing this. That ain't a back, back spun right, straight line right. drive. That's top that's top spin Johnny. And it it was it were there was a lot of anxiety, and I don't know how they're gonna adjust. I think they lucked out a little bit with just nah, one dude. kid. I love smoked. it. No, no. I, I love the Russian roulette. I love it. You gotta, you gotta keep it going. That's part of it, man. That's it. That, think about that. That's like that's a story for that kid to tell for the rest of his life. Yeah, got smoked by Vlad Jr. the year that he won it. Yeah. Want to hear some cool? Oh no! Don't don't worry about the uh, metal detector. That's just this plate yeah. in my face. Got that at T-Mobile Field. Best All Star souvenir ever. So worth it. So worth it. Um, Hey, so flip into the game, okay? Uh, first time that the National League won in a while. I think it was nine, 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 nine years. years. Okay, so pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm in on that. Go National League. Got a couple stats here. I think we had 30 first-time All-Stars. I think we had 30 international players. I think we had 16 that were 25 years and younger, okay? 
So and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in really quick on the international because it was interesting seeing the the flashback um, from the 2001 game and them kind of blowing up and like oh yeah it's a it's a global game and I think they only had 12 internet 12 international all stars right. at the time um, yeah. which was like okay that's that's cool but let's fast forward let's get some numbers now and understand that those well, Latin countries have expanded a little bit, Panama, Colombia, Venezuela. Well, there's so many more resources that have been put, like major league teams have put so many more resources down there to help facilitate for those players to develop and whatnot. And going back to what we've talked about before with the WBC, I mean, the game, major league baseball, the game of baseball is being intentional about spreading the game all over the world. Right. And we're seeing it live and in color. Um, but that's, that's, I, I think it's great. I think it's, it's, you know, it, it's a, kind of the the lag period of of all of those things happening and here here we are watching it and it's the, the interesting thing to me is 31st time all-stars that, that goes back to saying what we're there is a a lot to be excited about going forward because there's a lot of really good young players in the game and I think we're kind of on the precipice of of seeing a lot of those guys take off and become you know the next Mike Trout if you will you household, know what I mean yeah household names yep yep um and, you know, we're not going to take this into like a whole geopolitical thing, but there, you know, back in 2001, there were no Cuban players and there were five, five players, I believe, were in the starting lineup. You had um, yeah. you had yeah. Randy, Randy playing left. You had um, Adolis uh, in yep. right. Uh, and Rob. uh, Robert, Robert, yep. Robert, however you want to, if you want to get just typical no, American no, no. or you want to throw a little. It's French. French, French, French yeah. on it. Robert. Um, so, you know, it was a, it was a great presence to see, uh, you know, the Cuban players highlighted, um, which was awesome, but all in all, it's, it, it's an exciting time for baseball. Like you said, is having the, the, a true global, global game. Yeah. I, I'm fired up about the, uh, the, uh, Elias Diaz. He hits the Homer and the, essentially to win the game off of Bautista. Oh, we got a, we got a fan over there. I think Come here. What do we got? we're talking about yes. the moose. your favorite was the moose, huh? You Tell love the up. moose because you got to see you got to see the moose last year for All Star, yeah. And it was cool because that's what makes the All Star game in baseball fun is seeing all the mascots. And that's then you right. got to hang your 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 hat and your bag on Mr. Moose. See, this except is a great for the except for the, the Chicago White Sox one. Yeah, the the green one with the crazy green hair. <laughs> see this is a this is a good example of how everybody from okay, from all all fans of all ages shapes and sizes they all see the game different and there's always there's something for everybody whether it's the moose or the home run derby that's awesome how's my girl yeah, doing? And she's doing great um she was fired up she's fired up about her all-star gear that we broke we brought back but she had an experience last year at the at the beach cleanup uh with the chicago white Sox. it's not exactly the uh <laughs> the, the most didn't clean go, cut didn't go great uh, friendly go great. looking creature sure. um but uh you know it was cool and i got reunited with rosie rosie the red um yeah, at the cleanup we had the we had uh we had the cubs we had the cubs represented we had the I believe it's uh, Dino, Diney, Dino, the Colorado Rockies out there. Uh, but, you know, good good seeing Rosie. She hasn't aged a bit. She still looks fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, hey, going back to it. So Elias Diaz, okay. So this is, to me, like a perfect headline, if you will. He, he, 32-year-old, first All-Star game, really just established himself in the last couple of years as an everyday player at the big league level. Arguably the – most dominant arm in the league right now with, with Bautista from Baltimore. And he takes him to the street 
essentially to win the game. I, I just think that's so cool, man. That this is what happens at those games where you got the big stage. You just never know what's what, who's going to do what. And I, I just on that stage for 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 Diaz to do that, I think is so cool. The 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 camera panning to the dugout with with all of the Latin guys and teammates and and because we know how how passionate those guys are and how well they all know each other. I think it said a lot of both sides, both dugouts being pretty fired up for that guy in, in that situation. I, it was just, it was, it was awesome. I thought. Yeah. And going back to the storyline of the, his initial reaction to um, getting the word that he was an all-star and getting emotional in the clubhouse that you could tell what that meant to him. And then to go out on that stage against, you know, a guy that we've been talking about all season, just being yep. absolutely unhittable especially in last night's conditions. And you know, you've played games that have kind of crept into uh, crept into the shadows late into the, the early afternoon. And oh, it's dude. not fun to play in, but he got that splitter. And if you really look at there were there weren't a whole lot of good pitches hit last night. The ones that were hit hard were, you know, it, they were they were out over the plate. They weren't their best pick, pitches, but he just happened to get one of those splitters that was out over the plate that got way yeah. too much plate. And I don't think it had that kind of downward movement, but that's, that's all you need. And he didn't get all of it, but he got just enough. And so what an yeah. incredible moment that was one of the, the elite closers coming in and then winning it for the, for the national league after, after that nine year drought. Yep. And here's the other one that stuck out to me, Camila Duvall from San Francisco comes into the game. I don't think he threw a fastball under 100 miles an hour, dude. It was like 100, 102. He lost a couple. He was yanking a couple into the lefties that, you know, jumping them out of the way a little bit. But, dude, that ball was coming out hot. It was a class, it was a class A performance in from LA last night, last year, where it was just like, yep. oh my goodness. It was just utter domination. You're like, all right, this dude is this dude is different. Um, and the, the hitters he was running through and late in the game, I mean the 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 shadows had settled a little bit and it just looked like he just completely overpowered these guys. Yep. Uh, so it was really impressive. And I think not to take away from yesterday, but I do think those first couple innings were really difficult. Um, you know, sure. you could tell when Freddie, when Freddie is taken is swinging through two pitches, he's fouling balls off into the, into the first base dugout. Um, and then the catches earlier in the, in the game that everybody first, thought were, were so spectacular, so spectacular. They no, couldn't see the ball. Dealing, <laughs> they can't see the ball. And, if you've ever if you've ever been there at five o'clock for for BP for a seven o'clock game, you ain't doing anything in right field before the game because you can't no. you can't see. It's, it's and he safe. did and to his to his, it's not safe. Yeah. So to his credit, I mean it was a great job dealing with the sun, but it was really difficult to see the ball as a hitter and, and an outfielder last night. But you know well, last what, last thing what, for me, you, you mentioned Julio, right? The the home run derby performance and all the stuff. The the stage was set, man. In the last inning, Kimbrel walks a couple of guys. We got Julio up. I, I was I was waiting for some some dramatic fireworks. Didn't happen. Some fireworks. But, yeah. But it would have been it would have been cool. We want. I'm telling you what. If he if he had come through, you know, hey, they oh, talk gosh. about the beast. They talk about the beast quake, and and Marshawn came out and presented the home run derby, the yes, trophy. Flavor flavor. Believe necklace. it. And and that thing was sick. I saw how that thing was made and it's 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 pretty amazing. But if if Julio had 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 done it, that place there might have been a, a second earthquake. There might have been a second beast quake. I don't know what they would have <laughs> called it, but that place was like you said, is is ruckus. Um and then real quick, we're at 24 minutes. This pat I have to talk about the Yankees in this patch. What do you got? Okay. 
you, you had some some passionate opinions. So let, give me what you got. Well, I'll kick. I'll punt it to you. I do, and I'll I'll get it in. I think this is everybody's fear: is that it, it first started with basketball in the patch, then it started with it, and then it started with hockey and having the patch. And now everybody was kind of afraid that this was going to make its way into baseball. And now here we're talking about the integrity of what the greatest uniform, sports uniforms of all time. And to give you some context, when I was there in 2011, 2012, Paul, you know that we got the majestic cool dry jerseys in 2007, 2008. They <laughs> refused. This is an organization that refused to adopt the cool dry Wednesday un alternate uniforms because it messed with the integrity of the Yankee gray color on right. the road. And so now we're talking about putting a patch on there and it's just one of those all time great things. And I, and I understand it. I understand the Yankee purists uh, when they tried to change the Detroit Tigers uniform a couple years ago, they lost their minds. It's just something, some things you just don't touch. And I think with the money, the added revenue, the Yankees don't need it. $25 million. You know, they're not trying to turn these guys into NASCAR or international European. I know, uh, Marie would get a kick out of this, you know, having a Barcelona, Chelsea, Inter Milan, the hundred million dollar billboards that they are, right, right. you know, I think that's why they're, they're, they're freaking out a little bit. It, and it's not even an, like an iconic sponsor either. It's yeah. star insurance. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think you, you kind of answered your own question because you're alluding to the fact of what's happened in the soccer world and the, 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 the ad revenue is going to continue to grow. So at the end of the day, there's some economics behind some of that stuff that I think we may be fighting losing battle with with the with the with the peers, the traditionalists. But you know, it's it's just like everything else. The game's changing in some ways, and I think that's probably going to end up being one of them, whether we like it or not. Absolutely. So this was a good right, show. Bro. I'm glad to be I'm glad to be back. You know, yeah. Julio doing his thing. You know, we saw record you know record setting performance, home run derby. We saw some kids get smoked, the, da the dangerous side of the derby. We saw some fashion. We saw some amazing, ridiculous chains from Ronald Acuna on the red carpet. But if anybody's out there, we need, we're going to start pu pulling together. Maybe we do like a GoFundMe to get a, fa a lucky family out to All-Star Game because it, it truly is a, it's a special family, a special family event. Exciting stuff going on all weekend. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll put something together. Uh, the, the, the underlying theme there overall is they do a great job of making it about the fans. The players obviously are the, the the show that everybody comes to see, but they do such a good job of incorporating the fan experience. And congratulations to MLB for that. Until next time, I'm Chris Diggerson, Paul Yanish, Farm to the Show. My right, bro. Be good. Until then, always. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.